Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. I appreciate you tuning in this week and sharing your Monday blues with me. And if you haven't done so already, go follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell and click that link in my bio so we can continue to connect everywhere. Also, make sure you subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode. Alright, come on. I'll see you at the usual place. It's me. It's me. It's me. Mi familia! Hello, 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 hello! ¿Cómo estamos? How are we feeling? Welcome back to another episode of It's Me, Shell. And if this is your first time visiting, hi! It is I, your host, Michelle S. And I hope everyone had a great weekend. Mine was good. I've been organizing, thinking about upcoming little surprises in which we can all benefit from. So, yeah, all good things. And we've had a lot of things happen this past week too, right? It's been quite an eventful uh, time in the world of politics. I mean, politics. (laughs) You know what I mean. Let's see. We have our fine governor, as Mr. Schwarzenegger would say. Um, And he's doing what he does best, which is harassing women, in case you didn't hear. And we have the mayor and his buffuckery as Lakomai would say. Okay, so you know I really don't do politics, but I like to stay informed and educate myself. So I wanna drop some knowledge real quick, mi gente. And I'm sure I'm late because as always, when it comes to good tea or just information, period, I'm always late. So bear with me, okay? (laughs) So Mayor de Blasio held conference last week, Tuesday or as I like to call him in my Dominican accent or dialect, Major de Gracio. (laughs) And he says that they're initiating a new approach, and this is called the key to NYC pass. And the only way you get said key is if you're vaccinated. And if you aren't, then you can't participate in any of the things that are available to you in New York City. This will go in effect August 16th, and this was announced uh, Tuesday the 3rd. So you have a week to get vaccinated if you haven't done so already, so you can get the key to the city. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a ribbon cutting ceremony for this shit. I want one. Fuck, I didn't get the $100, so at least I can get like this big celebration with some big ass scissors and cut some shit. I know I've been promoting vaccinations, but how does everyone feel being excluded if they aren't vaccinated or being forced to get vaccinated? From what I'm hearing, it's going to become mandatory for some people, which to me, in my opinion, eventually it'll be mandatory for everyone, right? That's that's the game of politics. It starts off small, with a little finger, then they take your whole fucking arm. They're like children. So yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, he did say if you're vaccinated, you can do all the amazing things that are available to you 
in the city, my question is, what's considered amazing? <laughs> right? Okay, let's play devil's advocate here. I can drink at home, because that's amazing to me. Pools, no problem. I'll go to my nearest fire hydrant, because it's the city, and they're usually open. You know, La Pompa. And take a little swim in the majestic sewer waters. Let's see, let's see, what else do we have? Dinner. Well, I saved a lot of money just cooking, making meals at home. So I can make myself dinner for half the price. Clubs, lounges, hookah, pero I can do all that shit at home. What's the point? All I need are the keys to my fucking apartment. <laughs> That's really all I need. I don't need the key to NYC, okay? Lord. All right, I'm kidding. You know, I always have to talk about the backside of the front side. Honestly, though, doesn't it sound like we're about to go to war? It's the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. Vaxxed against unvaxxed. Coming to theaters near you. I don't know. De Blasio said, and I quote, This is a miraculous place, literally full of wonders. You damn right, my guy. Have you ever been on the one train? In that one cart that doesn't have air conditioning? That's a wonder to me. Because I don't know how the fuck nobody fixes that one cart. That shit be like that forever. And now one person says, Oh yeah, we're gonna have to fix that. <laughs> that one train, hot, steamy, pile of shit cart problem? That is a literal wonder. <laughs> All my one train taking family knows about that one cart on that one train. That doesn't work. <laughs> So he ain't lying about us being full of wonders at all. He said, if you're vaccinated, you can open the door because you'll have the key. I don't know, Mary de Blasio. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I consider my safety priority. Don't just be handing out keys to the city. I mean, shit, you don't see me handing out keys to my apartment. <laughs> oh my goodness, you tease. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, if you're heading to work, already at work, or just walking through the door of your humble abode, because your day is over, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm gonna create the scenario for y'all. I'll give you some time to get ready. Let's get it. So you love being a kid thinking back on it now who wouldn't right you love the pranks your tv shows your video games sleeping in all the fun stuff that kids do on a daily basis but something starts to change like every time you watch your favorite show you have family members or parents telling you that those shows are portals to hell and that god doesn't like it when you watch it I don't know. Or every time that you pull a prank, God is going to punish you because you're being a bad person with your time here on earth. And he's always watching. Or that video games were sent by the devil to lure you into the dark side. Whatever the fuck that means. Welcome to the world where our extremely religious loved ones take anything that we truly enjoy and turn it into the devil's work just so we stay on their path to redemption.
I don't know who's going to remember this or if anybody's experienced this. Pero, alabaré, 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 alabaré a mi señor. Okay, so all my Hispanics out there, do you remember this? Las horas santas or the prayers. We used to sing this all the time during those prayers. I don't want to say that this is just like a Dominican thing or a Dominican event. I don't know. Can I call it an event? I know it's a holy hour or hour for the saint or saints. But anyway, I have attended many of these and they have all been hosted by Dominican families. I know that there are other cultures that perform this ritual. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick to ritual because I really don't know what to label it. My mother used to hold an Ora Santa every year in September for San Miguel or St. Michael. And if you didn't know, he's a spiritual warrior in the battle of good versus evil. And he's considered a champion of justice, a healer of the sick, and the guardian of the church. So, if you're wondering why I'm hitting you with the hard religious information, it's because this past weekend, I experienced something that kind of surprised me. And I don't know why it did. And I know you've heard this coming from me. I'm not really in the religious game. Yes, I am Catholic by default, because that's how I was raised. But I don't play those, hey, my religion is better than yours game. So this week, someone very close to me attended a Sunday class. Now, I did hear some chatter that this tiny individual has attended one of these sessions already, but I didn't know it was becoming a routine. And I say routine because this past Sunday was the second session, thus the start of a pattern, right? So we're trying to make it into a routine. And I see we collectively, us as people, that's usually how routines are started. Now, understand that I am not against this at all. Everyone has the right to believe in whatever they want. My only vice is the forcing of said beliefs, especially when it's portrayed as something that would be life or death or damnation for all eternity if you didn't choose a side. I know that many of us grew up with deep ties to our culture. So if the family prayed, then so did we. If the family went to church every Sunday, then our family will go to church every Sunday. These habits are learned behaviors that stick with us and we try to pass it along to our children and then their children just for generations to come. With that being said, one of my pet peeves what really grinds my gears are the people that use these fear tactics to push you to believe what they believe because that's exactly what it is. If I can describe it simply in my own words, it's a selfish ploy to get you to join their cult. I mean, <laughs> beliefs, not cult, beliefs. Let's behave. I'm going to get some fucking heat for this. I know it. But this podcast is about me telling you how it is, how I feel, what's in my head. And if it ruffles a little feathers, that's okay. We can have an open conversation about it, period. Okay, now, who remembers when the Jehovah's Witnesses would knock on your door at like 7 a.m.? See, that's what I mean by selfish. I wake up every day 
early to head into work or to take care of the kids and now you want to wake me up on a weekend so you can explain to me your reasons as to why I should join your fabulous religion? If that's not selfish and inconsiderate, I don't know what that is. This is why I feel a type of way because children don't get a choice. And let me explain that a little bit. So if mom or dad say you believe in X, Y, and Z, then that's what you believe in. And it's understandable why it is that way because you're young, you're learning about the world, and it's up to us parents to teach you what we know. And one of those things is religious, at least one of the big factors is religious amongst other cultural things your family would want you to be privy to. And to me, that's not fair. I gave my children the opportunity to choose. I was baptized when I was a baby. I received all of my seven sacraments. And if you don't know what that is, it's just Catholic talk for I can get married through the Catholic Church because I have been deemed worthy. I did the whole Saturday school shtick and the church on Sundays. Yeah, so that's what the fuck that's all about. So not only did I have to fulfill my Catholic duties, but I also had to acknowledge my generational spiritual side. And that was hard and confusing as fuck. I didn't realize that I didn't have to be labeled anything until I was a lot older. But the reason I say it's hard is because, you know, you have these religious books telling you who you can and cannot worship or praise or pray to. But in my culture, spirituality is very predominant. So yeah, we do have saints that we pray to. We do have these ora santas, you know, these gatherings. There you go. That's the fucking word. It's a gathering. Oh, fuck. See, all it took is this conversation. But anyway, I digress. But we do have all these other spiritual things that we fulfill that a certain book tells us will damn us forever. <laughs> so yeah, as you can see, it gets a little fucking confusing. But once I figured out that... I don't have to be forced into anything. I said, fuck this shit. Going through that myself made me really protect my children from it. I didn't want them to have to experience the same thing. That's all. I didn't baptize my children. I didn't force them into church every Sunday and stole their weekends from them by having them sit in Bible study classes for hours on end to hear stories about ancient times and ancient places. I let them choose what they wanted to believe in. Funny enough, I enrolled my children in Catholic school, but I was able to find a school where I can enroll them as non-parishioners, so I didn't have to abide by the rules of the Catholic Church as far as the sacraments, but they received prime education, so there you go, I found the fucking loophole. Thank you. I've always caught a lot of heat for this too, from my mother mainly. And then you have the other people that want to put their little pennies in and tell you why you should belong to a religion or believe in the same thing they do because you need something to believe in. Why is that? I mean, yes, we're humans and we like to travel in packs. Okay, wait, let me rephrase. There are some of us that like to belong to a group. It has been shown that us as humans like to travel in packs. And there is nothing wrong with 
having a religion to believe in, you know, believing in God, being spiritual, just having something to center you. Absolutely nothing wrong with that, okay? I want to make that very, very clear. But what makes me upset are the extreme measures that people take to ensure that we belong to whatever it is they belong to or they believe in what they believe in so much it sounds a little redundant but they believe in whatever it is they believe in so much that they choose to instill fear in us at a very young age just to get us to follow that path that they've chosen you know it's remarkable remarkable how much fear can also take so much of your time up because you literally sit there and you obsess over being afraid and that's what pisses me off yes our parents are around to help guide us and that can be mom dad grandparents family looks different for everyone but why the fear tactics why not allow our children to choose what they want to believe in when they want to start believing in anything people enjoy projecting their shit onto others especially their children fuck that (laughs) i was a product of projection and not to be corny but like the matrix i woke the fuck up and realized that i didn't want to live other people's fears or insecurities i had my own shit to worry about and i don't think that i turned out half bad my family which brings us to our favorite segment window talks with lakomai Some of my fans, friends, or foes send me questions, dilemmas, ideas, or comments, and Lakomai gives them advice to help them with whatever they got going on, from her little round table in the kitchen, by the window, where she reads them to death while sipping her tea. It's also a time where Lakomai reflects on shit, and she shares it with you all. You know, she drops knowledge, talks shit, whatever she wants, there's no stopping her. So this week I asked, has anyone been raised in a strict religious household And how has that made you feel? Have you wanted to rebel? Because it happens. Sometimes you want to rebel against the religious machine due to all the pressures that's put on you, you know, as a child or as an adult. And you know, Lakomai had some stuff to say. Meeting? Make sure you follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell and click the link in my bio. That way you can send me messages directly. I'll make bonus episodes answering your questions too. You can even ask Lako my questions. You know she lives for all of it. Don't miss out on the opportunity, mi gente. Hola, hello, buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody. It's me, La Comay. Buenas, it's me, La Comay, Michele. Welcome y bienvenido. How are you? How you been? I hope you've been good. So listen, this week we asking, have you been raised in a strict religious household? And how has that made you feel? Bueno, you know we spoke about me and my religious beliefs way back when it was Easter, I think. So you know how I feel about that. And you also know that I don't care what others think of me, of what I do, or anything. Pero I have a story. So let me tell you. So there was this young lady from around the way. And just to give you a little backstory, 
This young lady wasn't very religious, but she always made sure that people felt comfortable and she never did or said anything that would make anybody feel uncomfortable about their beliefs. She also ran into some trouble and she ended up moving in with her baby daddy and his family and they were hardcore Pentecostals. So now that you know that, listen to me, okay? Hear me out. This young lady would attend events with them and it all had to do with the church. From Monday through Sunday, they were in church. Monday through Friday was like from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays, it was from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. She was always with them. She made sure that they understood. Well, you know, although I'm not religious, I'm here to support you. Let's do this. No problem. I'll learn, you know. Okay, so everything changed when Halloween came around. This young lady loved Halloween. She loved the experience. She loved the spirituality of it. She loved the backstory. That's, that was just her thing. You know what I mean? And Thon says, this family was like, well, in this household, we don't celebrate Halloween, honey. So you're going to have to do something else with your life. I mean, don't get me fucked up. I understand that Pentecostals don't celebrate certain things. But if this young lady is very comfortable with your religion and very open and very understanding why you gotta come out so nasty just because she celebrates halloween and you don't see that's my problem just because you don't like something or just because you deem it oh evil or anything like that doesn't mean that you have to disrespect that other person's belief if she's being nice enough to understand where you coming from you can tell her in a nice way listen we don't celebrate that here, but that's your thing. And I understand, or we understand. But that's neither here nor there, baby, because that's not what they said. They was just like, well, you can't celebrate this. The, the mere thought of that means you're going to bring the devil in. Pero que fuckery is this? That's not true. Just because you think about Halloween, all of a sudden you're going to invite Halloween in your home? Bitch, please. So this young lady decided to just get dressed and say, I'm going to go out for a walk anyway. She took her cute little ass to the village. She took herself into spiritual shops. She did what she had to do. She got home and the whole family was sitting there waiting for her like it's a fucking intervention. First of all, they took away all Halloween paraphernalia. Anything she bought, they took it away. They did not allow her to have it. I wish somebody fucking would. I wish she would have an intervention and take the shit that I bought with my own money away, honey. <laughs> I really wish you would. But anyway, they sat her down and they explained to her how they can't celebrate certain things because they're pagan and Jesus wouldn't want them to celebrate all those things. And like I said before, I understand that. But the way they went about everything, come on. You have to be fucking kidding me. You would think that like she did the worst. My goodness. And then on top of that, when they realized like they really weren't getting through to her because in her mind, you weren't going to change it. And they were trying. They were like, how dare you? You don't understand. How would you believe in that? Oh, my God. They started to use fear. And that's where they got me fucked up because that's what happens, right? Just because you're not listening or just because you're not accepting the message they want to try to use this fear to make you scared of everything and anything just to make sure that you're following the path that you're quote unquote supposed to mira 
desgraciada. Por favor. Okay? Please. Please. Because I'm sure you've done worse before you found your Pentecostal self. Okay? Don't be a hypocrite. Don't project your shit onto everybody else. No means no. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, honey. Ugh. No more energy for them. One thing that I am happy about is that this young lady stuck to her guns and explained to them in the nicest way possible that this is something she enjoys and she likes to participate in. And that was that. That's that's fucking right. You stand up for what you believe in. And I tell you right now, it couldn't be me. <laughs> okay? Because, Jacho, I tell you right now, nobody's going to tell me what I can and cannot believe in. Because it's it's me. It's what I believe in. It's not what you believe in. Ugh, and that's all I have to say about that. Y mira, don't forget. Mi casa es su casa. Just let me know when you're going to drop by. But on my window, is always open. Hello, I just want to remind you to tune into our, or should I say, my It's Me Wednesday series. I just want to make sure I get you closer to Friday as easy as possible, okay? And don't forget that you can help us keep going. Go ahead and click on that support link. That way we can keep podcasting every week without missing a beat, okay? See you on Wednesday. Well, you heard it, mi gente. La Comay has spoken. Yes, family, friends, loved ones, they all have the right to believe and love something that is higher than themselves, in their opinion. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But when they start to push those beliefs so aggressively onto others, that's where I draw the line. Why is it okay to feel the pressures of having to practice a religion or be a certain way or believe anything you don't really want to believe in because it gets you into the gates of somebody else's house. It's so hypocritical, isn't it? Yes, children and even grown folk need guidance. And until a certain point, we need knowledge, education, and culture. Those things should be shared with us. But when do we get to decide that we don't want to practice something? Or when do we get to decide that's just not something that I'm 100% behind of. It's okay to want to explore other things out here in the world and see where we fit in nice and snug. This behavior creates resentment too because we're being forced into living with other people's beliefs. So we become resentful because we're confused. We get angry because we can't express what we want to express, you know? I have heard so many tragic stories where religion was the center of it all. So many of my friends afraid to come out with their sexual preferences, for example, just because of the fear that their families won't accept them due to their religion. You know, someone decided to write a book telling a story that would later dictate the future lives of everyone, although they're gone, and everyone is like, yeah, you know what, we're going to follow this set of instructions. It doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense, but it doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair to 
the entire world. It's kind of just like a subset of people. And these are the subset of people that are saying to you, well, you need to choose this religion or you need to choose that religion or you need to follow this and believe in this. I don't know. That's just me. Because fucking story time. Can you believe that? (laughs) Story time before story time. And speaking of story time, I do want to share this one before we go because it is prime example of why I think and feel that religion can be very hypocritical at times or just doesn't make sense. And again, strictly my opinion. When I was younger, I met this family who were hardcore Pentecostals. Again, with the Pentecostals, right? Like, oh, I just had a very similar story. Anyway, I got really close with one of their sons. He confided in me and came out. He told me he was gay, and once he told me, he immediately started to cry. And the reason for his emotions really destroyed me. He was crying because he didn't know how to tell his family. His father was openly and aggressively homophobic, and the church they belonged to accepted, encouraged, and even glorified this behavior. That broke my heart. We lost touch for a couple of years, and when I heard from him again, he told me his whole family had disowned him. No one wanted to remain in contact with him, and they didn't even acknowledge that he existed. That is so sad. Like, just your whole family turning their back on you for something that you prefer. You know, these books that exist out in the world tell you family is key, togetherness and all this stuff, but then you turn your back? It doesn't make sense to me. He was in this downward spiral, living from shelter to shelter, didn't finish school, and wasn't even sure where his next meal would come from. And then you want to tell me to accept that your belief system or your religion is the greatest or it's for the greater good? It doesn't make fucking sense. This is what your belief system is encouraging. Fuck that shit. That shit don't make no sense. How about we give our children, family friends, significant others, the ability to make their choices on what they want to believe. I let my children choose what they want to believe in and what they were comfortable in accepting or not accepting, and that gave them spiritual freedom. I am so proud that they are where they want to be spiritually or religiously because I've said this before, these two are not synonymous. Spirituality and religiousness, they're not the same thing. Let's let humanity find their own path and stop projecting your shit onto others. Bueno, my people, me, gente, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. But before I go, I want to remind you to please, please make sure you follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell and click the link in my bio. On there, you'll find all my other socials and you can send me messages directly. Don't forget to tune into the It's Me Wednesday series on IGTV. You know, like Omaya's all over that. So please show some love. We're just trying to make that road to Friday a lot easier. That brings us to the end of It's Me, Shell. And you can catch It's Me, Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say fuck Mondays together. Lastly, 
I realized that I didn't really get into this, although I kind of mentioned it, and it's about Mr. Cuomo, if we're still being formal towards this individual. You know what? Thinking about it, I'm going to make a bonus episode out of it because this is definitely a rant, okay? It might just be like Omai too because she has a lot to say about this. She has, of course, like always, some stuff to say. So make sure you keep an ear out for that. But I will say this. During COVID, Mr. Cuomo, Governor, Sir, you kept us informed and I looked forward to hearing you in the press conferences every morning because... You really let us know what was going on. You didn't sugarcoat shit. Well, at least that's my opinion. You kept us abreast on current events. And little did we know, you were out here being skeevy, touching breasts that you had no business touching. Hijo de tu maldito padrino. You better get to stepping, bruh. Ain't that some shit. Peace and love. I'm out. (laughs) 